This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, nah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody, we're back. It is Tuesday morning for many of you. I mean, so many people listen in the morning. We got a lot of morning listeners. Yeah, a lot of commute people who drive and play it in the vehicle. One guy tweeted, he's like, I love this podcast because it's always consistent. And then people gave him some some business. They gave him some flack. Oh, yeah? Yeah, one guy wrote, uh, this is the, um, they have a nice personality of podcast compliments. Because he wasn't like, this show's hilarious. He was like, it just comes out at the same time. Oh, that's funny. That's a funny jab. Yeah, there was a couple of zits. A couple of people were like, fuck you. They're funny. Like, it's, like like it. a, it's like when I did Last Comic, and then Norm MacDonald was like, you're a writer. Your future's in writing. And, and like, I got a thousand people being like, fuck Norm. Right. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You're not ugly. And I was like, I think it was like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all writing. That's what comedy is. Yeah. The whole thing's writing. I remember that when I was young, I would come down and do these bringer shows, and Carrie uh, Hoffman at Stand Up New York, he, he was the owner of Stand Up New York and a manager for a long time, and he was like, did you do any writing? And I was like, well, I wrote all that. Yeah. I was 19, so I didn't know the business, and like, you know, in the business, they don't want you to just be a comic. Nobody's right. happy about that. They want you to be writing a movie and a TV show and acting, and mm-hmm. you know, they want you to be gay and whatever. And so I was like, well, I just I wrote the joke. What do you mean? Yeah. I did all the writing. That is writing. And he was like, no, no, do you do other writing? And I was like, what? I had no idea. I mean, he's a teenager. So yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He's like, like movies, TV shows. And in my mind, I was like, what are you, crazy? Yeah, oh, my Spielberg? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to write a TV show. I'm a Gentile. But it was strange to me. I was like, well, what, do you think someone's writing for me? Those are my jokes. By the way, I just got a comment so insane that you were doing New York City shows at 19. That I would drive down. Mind-boggling to me. 19, I was a jizz in my own mouth. Oh, uh, that's what I try to do now. You gotta uh, shoot it just right. You gotta hold it before you release. Well, you gotta have someone hold your ankles. That's what I'm trying to get my wife to do, oh. but she won't participate. You gotta get one of those hangy Batman things. Hangy Batman things. Remember Batman? Oh, the back brace. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. He would, he, that's how he would sleep, which was a weird addition. That wasn't in the comic book. Yeah, it didn't make sense because he's not a bat. Yes, exactly. His whole thing is he's not. A bat. He's just a dude. If he was a bat, there'd be shit all over the house. Bat shit. Bat shit. Guano. <laughs> Is it guano? I'm not sure. Yeah, guano. Ace Ventura 2. Good question, Guano. Oh, Is that yeah. what you're thinking of? Oh, yeah. No, no. I think it's bat shit's called guano. Hmm. Right, this is the problem. We're at Mark's house now. There's no Shelby anymore. We miss Shelby ah, terribly. Maybe I'll text Shelby later and just see how he's doing. Plug it in. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't feel. I've, I've asked him, how you doing? He just says, why are you asking me? But he's doing better, I think, because he's got a girl now. His hair is all quad. That hair, I, he says it's always that way, but it was really looked like something. He got a lady? Yeah, we talked about it on air. He's oh got a hot girl. God, I thought he was the sex robot guy all the way. No, he's got a girl. He's got a fine-toothed comb and some product and... And he's got some like olive oil skin. He's tan. Beautiful. He, he looks like an Israeli 
pirate. But he's not Jewish. No, no, he's a big goy. And he's from Portland, so who he knows? He is? Or he lived in Portland. Something. Wow, this guy's an enigma. <laughs> he really is. He's not black, though. Um, you get it? I do. All right. Uh, I was going to say, we got to have him edit that out. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'll take the blame. Oh, boy. I was going to say, you are uh, peachy golden. You got a great tan right now. Well, thank you. Well, I tan very well, surprisingly. Is it Perry? Uh, maybe. Outdoor, walking around? Well, I'm just walking around. I'm outside a lot. A lot of walking around. It's been nice out. And I also, sometimes this happens, I'll steam, and it, it just, my body keeps the heat for a while. Mm, but this oh. is more skin glow, I think. That's a glow, baby. But sometimes I'll come out of the gym. I'll steam for like 45 minutes. I really like it in there. I'm in there for a oh, day and a half. Man, I don't know. I get bored. I come out. Well, I do my meditating in there. I, I jerk off. And then I come out. I go to Starbucks. And the lady thinks I'm like a psychopath because I'm just pouring sweat. Oh, yeah. This is a real cute girl at Starbucks. And sometimes you feel like you have that feeling of like, is this girl vibing me or am oh. I just gay? My whole life. I was, are they vibing or am I vibing? Am I gay or are you gay? Right. Are we gay? Now, oh. you're a handsome guy, though. I got bad teeth, so nobody's vibing me. Well. I got no vibes. You're tall, though. Full head of hair. I'm not tall. I'm lanky. That's tall. Tall I'm all is tall. stretched out. Like, Goldman's tall. Well, you're tall is a number. You can't, it's not subjective. I know, but I'm not, but you're saying it, it is subjective in that you're saying, this is what I have going on. Like, yes. you're sexy, but I'm not attractive tall. I'm a long, look at my leg. That's fine. My waist is just below my nipples. You're a scarecrow. It's not good. But here's the thing. You know, I, I want to get into this with you. You know, you're not supposed to... I have a weird theory with women, how women are embarrassed by what they're attracted to. Hear me out. I'm listening. Women, they get mad about, like, if you call, like, everything my gal likes is what they tell you not to do at a sexual harassment seminar. Oh, yes. I've never been to one of those. I go to one weekly. I think they like all these things in a weird way, so when you do it to them, it bothers them because they do like it. Yes. Interesting. Well, it's hard because, and we talked about this, this happened with the Aziz thing, particularly, where it was, he did this, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you, and he, he fingered her pussy or whatever, and he put it in power. her mouth. Yeah, but, and I think we talked about this maybe on air or maybe not. I've been dealing with the opposite problem my whole life, where I'm I'm turning women off because I keep being like, well, maybe it would be fun if we kissed. Right? Wouldn't they, that be neat? They go, oh, you want you just do it, just yes. grab me and be an animal. I've been in the friend zone my whole life, so these people, all of a sudden, it's like he's such a piece of shit. He just picked her up and put her on the table. What a fucking asshole! Yeah. But I'm like, that's what women, for the most part, do want. That's why it's so vexing. Yes. So it's it's hard. You put something out there. And then they're like, well, get out of here. I've been doing that my whole life. Wait, wait, even Sarah, I went on 555 dates with her. I remember all everyone. And uh, I think we talked about this on the live one. So if you're a Patreon, I apologize. You've already heard this. By the way, just can I detour for a second? Detour. I was talking to my best friend, Derek, who, you know, is obviously my best pal, but also a huge podcast comedy fan. Yeah. And he was saying, and this is an advertisement for the Patreon, folks. He just listened, listened to the live Village Underground with Nikki and Giannis. Lunch. He's like, it's a shame. He's like, I wish I could drop flyers out of the sky. Wow. Tell people to join the Patreon. Wow. He's like, maybe you should just release it in like a year or something. And I was like, we can't because people will be it's, pissed it's, at the Patreon. It's unfair to the, pl- the paying folks. It's, it's like the reason they don't let you sit in box seats when it's uh, there's an empty seat. You're like, well, that seat's empty. You're like, no, you paid 30 bucks. Get out of here, you scumbag. You got to pay for bucks. But it, I'm telling you, folks. 
Get on the Patreon. That Village Underground episode is magical. He's like, I can't believe it. He's like, I thought you were going to oversell it because you told me how good it is. He's wow. like, it's unbelievable. Nice. And he said the same with the Moon Tower. He's like, these are like the two best episodes in the history of the podcast. Whoa. That's what he's saying. That's, wow. that's what the people are saying out there, folks. We love you, Dare. And uh, a small, well, our, our Patreon's growing, but yes. a small percentage is on there. So get on there. You're missing some of the best episodes of all time. It's only three bucks. Everyone else is five. Yeah, we're cheaper and we're better. We we're, fucked up. We're growing, not showing. We should have gone five. Should have gone Finsky. But we did it. We went three. So three it is, folks. We're a man of the people, just like Alan. You pay what you can. That's what we're we're Alan. Find the joy. Okay. Yeah. So anyways. So but the, the reason women. the reason I bring up the power thing is because women like tall. Tall is power. But That's they, what it is. You're looking up at a guy. It's all power. I'm not saying they don't like tall. I'm saying they don't like lanky. I'm all not right. the right kind of tall. But they'll take lanky over short. A lot of people don't like short. Short's weird. Short's out. Yeah, they shit on short. But then I also see some short guys that because short guys have better bodies because they're more compact. Maybe they're like a tank. Yeah, I got a long thing. Yeah, you're the guy at the uh, the, the the car sale. You yes, know, the big windy I'm a wappy balloon <laughs> they thing. They put the air in it; it wiggles and waggles. Yeah, it's balloonish. Arms. Yeah, but it's open at the end. Oh, is that right? Because it flows. You yeah, know? the balloon is fat. She's ballooning up. He's right. a fucking balloon. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're not fat. No, I am not fat. I'm in good shape. I mean, I'm fit. I'm cut. But when a when a muscular, also women like muscles. That's no shock. That's power. Yeah. Muscle, tall, money. These are all power. These are all things women like. So they do like power. Yeah, they want a man. They, I mean, that's what a woman wants. They man. want a man to be Why held. You? You're a woman. He's a man. Why wouldn't you want more of a man? Exactly. So the, that's why the power thing is all very confusing. So I also have a tooth situation where someone said it to me so well and it hurt. It crippled Ooh, me. Let's. I can't wait to hear it. This guy. Uh, <laughs> this guy who you know. He was described by Leonard Dutz as. The guy that ain't shit. Oh, I One know that guy. I know that guy. Of all time. That's Leonard Oates. He's like, that's how he described a person. I think we talked about this before on the air, maybe. And he's like, who's the guy that ain't shit? <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, the guy that ain't shit. You know him. <laughs> he ain't shit. And I was like, oh, you mean Peter? And he's like, yeah, that guy ain't shit. <laughs> and it's to this day the funniest thing I've ever heard in my Ooh. life. And it wasn't trying to be funny. That's how he talks. No, no, he's dead serious. I mean, black people are at such an advantage. They just are funnier. They're just funny people. Funny way of speaking. Yes, fucking hilarious. And he's 8,000 pounds. He just looks funny. He was getting upset with me for not knowing who he was talking about, and his entire description was... The guy that ain't shit. He yeah. kept saying it. He's like, what's wrong with you? He wasn't like the guy with the beard, the tall guy, the lanky guy, the glasses. Uh, <laughs> you know who okay. I'm talking about. He ain't shit. Oh, he ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Peter. I'm going with Peter again. So what did he, let's hear the cutting. He got right oh, to the root. Oh, so the ain't shit guy. No pun intended. I was like, God, I hate my teeth. I, it's such a problem. And everyone's like, no, no, they're fine. And he's like, if you were a woman, it would be a deal breaker. If a woman had those teeth, it would be a deal breaker. Oh, man. And I thought good. about it deep and hard. Yeah, take and it. And he's right. Deep and hard. He's. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, now I'm older, I'm more mature. You get older. I mean, I have an older wife. Uh-huh. Being nice and kind and funny works. Yeah. But when you're in your 20s, the teeth, they just go, oh, look at his teeth. Fuck that. 
Like right. if a woman had these teeth, I'd be like, I like her, but we, I gotta be friends. I can't look at that when I'm fucking. I don't think they're that bad. I'm they're looking at them right bad. now. When your no. mouth is tiny, I get a really small window. I'm covering with the mic. I hold the mic up tight like a like a gangster rapper. I'm looking at them. They're not bad. I'm covering. Maybe if I got in there with a scalpel and a magnifying glass and a toothbrush, it'd be a different story. Oh, you don't want to magnify these things. <laughs> I'm looking at. Them. They're white. They're bad. Well, they're, I'm not drawing my yellow. One is facing the wrong direction. It's got a. It's like a flap. It's like a mud flap. Uh, it's like a scared girl. It's facing the wall. And there's mud on it. And there's mud. Yeah, a lot of a lot of mud. All I right, got a man. muddy, flappy tooth. But right in, ladies. Is my teeth the deal breaker? My wife might die. I gotta know if I gotta if, I, if I'm back out there. I think the bottom row might be worse, but I think you're okay. The bottom, I don't worry about because it's mostly covered with a lip. The top yeah. is the where when you smile. But your top is better. No, the top is bad. Wow, top's bad, real bad. Bad top. I got a bad top. I got a bad top. Peewee. A shitty bottom and uh, muddy waters. I gotta get in the Invisalign, but the Invisalign it hurts. People are like it hurts, it hurts all the time. You're moving teeth around. And it's expensive. I had braces for five years. It was a living hell. You had to tighten them every week, and you had to go in and just sit there, and some old guy with white hair would go, you ready? And you go, oh. I had braces, too. That's the worst part. Oh, you did? I had braces. I didn't wear the retainer and all the things. I didn't either. And it moves. So Mine are all... shifting slowly like, uh, like Venice. Yeah, but some of them shift even. It's not even wisdom. Teeth just naturally shift. Yeah. Like tectonics, they call that. Yeah. Hooked on platonics. Worked for me. Did it? Anyways. All right. Well, I don't think the teeth are that bad, but uh, that deal breaker line, that's a kick in the twat. But if you saw a woman with these teeth, you'd be you'd be bummed out. I'd be bummed out, but I've I've hooked up with some some British skanks. Yeah. I told you the guy uh guy said I looked British. He's like, You look British and I was like, Well that's just bad teeth. Yeah. There's no other look. Like if you tell someone they look Irish, they could be pale, redhead, fucking right. little dick. Freckled. Yeah, but uh, English, if you say someone looks British, that's just they have bad teeth. That's it. Drunk. I wonder if you went to England, got off the plane, if you would go up two notches in, in looks. Oh, I could I could probably fuck it up in England. Yeah, because you're, you're uh, lanky. The teeth would be neutral there. Yeah, a little more neutral. Uh-huh. And you got an accent. Well, I'm going to Ireland. That's pretty close. I could I could see what I got there. Yeah, well, in Ireland, uh, my asshole is, is a nine. Well, but the women there are the be- most beautiful. Oh, uh, well, the the black-haired ones. Black-haired, blue eyes. Every woman I met had black hair and blue eyes, and they're stunning. I can't wait to go back. They got some beautiful women. The accent and the, the, the heritage. Nothing hotter than a than a black-haired, blue-eyed lady. That is number one, if you it's ask me. Really, something. And uh, so many Irish women have it, and then they're friendly, and they're like, yeah, you're like top God, of the morning to you, Joe. I like red hair too. I'm I'm alright with red, but I just don't like pale. Mm. I hate I feel like pale looks unhealthy. I feel like I can see your veins working and pumping. Yuck. I don't know. I don't mind it. Alright. I like tan, I like pale, I like it all. Uh the phones are lighting up. Well, I gotta talk about SF. San Francisco. By the way, don't say San Fran. Those gays will queef all over you. Yeah, what is this with the San Fran? What do they don't like they it? Hate it. They hate it. People make all these dumb rules up about their town, you know? But I find a lot of that's bullshit. People are like, oh, you know, no one says Bean Town. I'm like, I say it all the time. Nobody cares. Town, yeah. People go, uh, people say this too. We talked about this. We talked about this last week. People are like, in France, they're so rude. They're rude. They hate Americans. They hate English. Don't even try to speak English. I'm like, I've, I've been there. I've spent nine days of my life, not one issue. Not one. I agree. I, I felt like they were very nice. New Yorkers are way meaner than Paris. Yeah. But even New York, you don't really have that yeah. many problems. You just got There's assholes everywhere. Assholes everywhere, and I'm, I got one on me. Yeah, one right between my legs. Yep. 
Okay, so I got there Friday. Boy, that that cross-country flight is a dick licker. It's long, and here's the thing. We do it all the time. All the time. Once a month or maybe once every two months, and it is six hours of just come guzzling. Yeah, you think about it, You got L.A. You got, and then, like, Portland, Seattle. Portland, Seattle, Phoenix. L.A., San Francisco, Vancouver. Then, like, yeah, even far, like, Vegas, yes, Phoenix. Denver, even. Then you go the other way. You go to Dublin, Paris, London. Uh-huh. You got a lot of those. And then, like, by the way, fucking Florida is no quick. That's three hours. Dallas is three hours. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, like, yeah. Chicago's Three, four, five, flight. six hour flights. You right. Know? You forget though. You go to you go to Dayton. It's two hours or an hour and a half. You're like, oh, that's nice. I'm going to Syracuse uh, this week. Well, I just oh. got back from Syracuse. What's that? That's like negative five minutes. Twenty minute flight. The most of it's taxiing. Ah, I hate a taxiing. Mm-hmm. Hate a taxiing. Hate a ride to the airport. Hate a ride home from the airport. That's what I would want in my rider. No pun. Uh, is like I always say. They always like, hey. You know when they're trying to be nice, like, we'll give you a car to the airport. We'll pick you up from the airport. You really want to be nice? Pick me up from JFK when I land back in New York. That would help me out. Yes. Because that, that's when you're like, oh, I got to do this now. I forgot. I, just pick me up there. That would that would help me. And some people listening in the middle of the country and elsewhere, you may not understand this aspect. When we land in JFK or LaGuardia sometimes, the line for calves is like oh, 40 minutes long. Crazy. I'm talking 40 minutes. Yeah. There's 500 people in line. Literally. I mean, it's just like we, like a, one of those bank things, but like just long, long. And you fly all the way back. You get the whole thing. You get a horseshoe in your ass. And all of a sudden, you're at a 45, 30-minute line at yeah. JFK. You Brutal. think you're home, but you're not even close. And then you get in the car, and that's an hour ride. Right. It's you, the, From the time you touch down to the time you're in your house is sometimes two hours. Exactly. The city sucks. Sucks, but I don't know how else they could do it. But what are you gonna do? So that I got the big long six hour flight. You know that flight where you you doze, you watch three movies, you jerk off, you fart, you shart, you hang out, you talk to the guy next to you, and you're like, all right. I mean, it's probably been at least five. And then you look, I go to my map, and it says duration, three and a half hours. You're like, God yeah, yeah, damn! Yeah, yeah. I, you- I did my taxes. I called my aunt. I fuck. I clipped my toenails. I shaved my asshole hair, and I'm still out. I hate hours. it. Yeah, you're in the Berkshires. You're like, come on. Yes. Yeah, they show you where you are. You're like, oh, we're in Oklahoma. Kill me. So that that's a kick in the dick. But hey, what can you do? So I get there Friday, and I'm a big gym guy. I'm not a I'm not a gym rat. Mm. I'm not a workout cunt. But I like the regular. I like to stay regular. I like to work out twice a week just to stay reg. Yeah. So sometimes these trips they fuck with your sketch. Of course. So I go fuck it. I'm taking ownership back. Forty acres and a mule. I'm going to the gym right when I land in San Francisco. How do you like that? I like it because you gain three hours, which is magic. Yeah, that's nice. Flying west is better than flying east. That's yeah, for sure. You get that time back, so you go. Hey, I've gained three hours. I la- I left the house at 10 a.m. I'm landing at 1 p.m. or something like that. It was great. I got the whole day. Hey, hey, folks. I used to not sleep well, but now I do thanks to Casper Mattress. This thing is a beauty. As we all know, Casper products are designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. You spend one third of your life sleeping, folks. Might as well be comfortable. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make you have a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural creaks and crannies and crevices. Get in there, people. You know, Matt, you know Casper got just the right sink, just the right balance. I got one of these things. I sleep on it. 
My lady sleeps like a baby. My parents have made love on it. It's a beautiful thing. You got to get one. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. You hear that, folks? You can sleep on this thing and put all your gross skin on it for 100 nights. And if you don't like it, you can still return it. But that's how confident they are because you're going to like it. It's a hell of a mattress. I love it. One of the best things in my apartment. And that's saying a lot because I got a lot of drugs here. Uh, So... Don't forget the unique URL, only applicable to select mattresses, of course. But get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash Tuesdays and using Tuesdays at checkout. That's casper.com slash Tuesdays, using Tuesdays at checkout. Here we go. So get on it. Great mattress. You won't be disappointed. Treat yourself. Live well. Sleep well. Don't kill yourself. We love you. Hang on. So I check in at the Kensington Park Hotel, which is a real dive. What? They put you in a dive? Well, that's the thing about San Fran Cluster Dick is they don't put you up. They give you a nice fat check, but they go, you got to fly out and put yourself up. Weird. Yeah, so you kind of go, well, the check's so good, uh, but... But so I go, oh, well, you're going to you're not going to put me up. Then I'm going to really pinch a penny here. Uh-huh. So hotels tonight it up. So I get this real dive. Now, this kid, Jason, is doing a documentary on me. Oh, yeah. It's been going on since 1987. I think we're four six years in now. OK, he's got some be... great footage. He's got Colbert. He's got oddball. He's got this. He's got Conan. It's going to be quite a document. It's going to be a doc. If you ever fucking looks at the goddamn footage, you hear me, cats. Suck my doc. He's a nice kid. He's a comedy fan. He's been following. He's just piling up, piling up footage. So maybe if I get hit by a car or get AIDS, he'll have some like a good little memory of me. Yeah. So uh, he's in my room already. We're staying. We're sharing a room. What? Yeah, I'm just sucking it up because I'm like it'll be good for the footage. All right, you're a strange bird. I, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sacrificing comfort for footage. I guess, but can't you call him when you wake up? Sharing a room. I don't even want to share a room with my fucking dad. Well, you got to. I don't want to share a room either, but he's flying out on his own dime and he's putting himself up. So we're, we split the room. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I just, I feel bad. Like he's like, I'm shooting you. I got to fly out to San He's already in the hole 800 bucks. I'd shoot myself if I had a roommate. Well, we, we're going to shoot up later. But uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> he's in the room. I say hi to him. He's a real chatty Kathy. He likes to really cut loose and tell stories. So I go, I'm going to the gym. I go to the gym. <laughs> Now, I go down to the front desk. There's usually around the hotel, there's usually a Planet Fitness, a 24-hour fit. Uh, L.A. Uh, fitness. Thank you. So I go up to uh, one. I go to the front desk. I go, what, what's your nearest gym, my good man? He goes, uh, there is an active gym around the corner. They take walk-ups. He's Chinese. His so name's Walk-Up. Yeah. So I go, all right, thank you. I go to this place, Active. It's a real shitty gym. And I go up to the lady, and I go, day pass, please. She says, $30. I go, $30? For one day? For one day. That's an expensive city. I pay 80 for the year in New York. That's a cheap gym. <laughs> it's a garbage gym. Wow. It's a rec center. It's a lot of old men working out their sack. Now, so, now let, me, let me interject Please. Here. Now, it's 30 bucks, and you like to pinch a penny. Yeah. Why no prison workout? Half the time in the gym, I do a lot of just burpees in the room. I'm jumping on the bed. I'm doing push-ups. I'm doing elevated push-ups. You throw your feet up on the chair. 
You do a little prison style. Save a few bucks. I don't mind prison style. I've been raped, but I just have my set sketch, and I've, I've been going up in weight. You know, you start bench pressing, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, I'm at this much now. I want to keep pushing, keep pushing. So I feel like if I do some prison style, I'll lose that because muscle goes away so quick. It goes away quick, but, I mean, just if I may interject again Please. and save you some pennies, you got a backpack, right? You own a backpack? Yeah. Well, you throw a couple Bibles, and then you do push-ups with the backpack on. Uh, You're raising your weight. Seems too religious. And then you elevate your feet even higher. You stuff a pillow in there. You know, you get Tom or the documentary guy. Have him sit on your shoulders like Yoda. Maybe. He's a big guy. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. Bibles? What am I? Jehovah's Witness? (laughs) (laughs) Stuff a camera in your ass. What are you going to do? You just got to get ballast. All right. But I like to know the exact. No, it's, you know, you got your Fitbit. You're walking around like uh, Moses. You got your phone. Oh, I see. I just don't want to misrepresent myself. People are going to think I'm a Fitbit guy. <laughs> I'm cool. Nothing wrong with a Fitbit. There's something wrong with it. All right. It's a deal breaker. What? Like the teeth. So, you like to know how many steps you had. I like to know how many pounds I lifted. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just fun. Yeah. But I hear you. All right. I'm just trying to help out here. Help out. So, I go to the active, and the lady goes, 30 bone. And she went, oh, on the way in, this little Asian guy is fighting with the lady behind the desk. And he goes, you should be nicer to people. You should be nicer. And he leaves. I was like, oh, shit. So, I go, I'm going to be the nice guy, because she's obviously coming off a hot argument. Uh-huh. So, I go up, and I go, hello, my lady. She says, 30 bucks. I go, good golly. Uh, let me walk around a little. So, I hit gyms near me in maps. Fun. And I'm walking around, I'm walking around, and I see a JW Marriott. Oh, those are nice. Those are nice, and they always have a gym. We worked out in one in Austin. You got that right. I was Louis. hoping you'd remember. Louis Tour. Yeah. Love you, Louis! Louis! <laughs> they deserved it. Lucky Louis. Not true. So. <laughs> just kidding. I go to JW Marriott, and I go, all right, I've had some finagles in my day. I'm just going to work my way into the gym. Fuck 30 bucks. I'm going in a free gym. And this is where white privilege kicks in. I walk into the JW Marriott. I'm wearing basketball shorts, a clan hood, and, and a choker. And I go in. The guy goes, good evening, sir. I walk in. He opens the door. I go straight to the gym. And uh, it's locked, of course. The and gym's I, locked. Well, oh, you need, you need the, the key. key. Yes, yes. So I, I'm, I'm waving my Kensington Park Hotel key, you know, just to be like, good oh, move. my key's not working. Good and this move. lady's walking by who works there. And I go, oh, and I act all annoyed. Ma'am, I'm paying good money, sir. Could you open the door? And she's like, oh, okay, hold, let me help you. And so she goes, I don't have my key on me. She's like a maid or something. So she goes, let me get security. That's exactly who I don't want to see right oh, now. I'm trying boy. to finagle. I'm trying to cheat and swindle, and she's getting security. Yeah, you can't swindle with no. security. So she's like, stay right here. I'm going to get security. So I go, fuck, I can't have security come up because they're going to go, let me see your key and all that. Yep. And uh, so I just bolt, and I get out of there. Hussein. Yes. So uh, I get the hell out of there, and I go to active again, and I go, all right, here's the 30 bucks. I hate myself. And I go in, and the gym is so shitty that I will not pay it. It doesn't have anything that I need. Oh. So I go back out after five minutes of walking around in there, and I go, hey, look, skank fest. I can't, uh, I can't work out here. And she goes, well, I, that's it. Payment's final. I go, I was in there for three minutes, you oh, crazy kook. Gee whiz. And she goes, no, nah, I'm sorry. You're going to have to speak to the manager. I go, let me talk to the manager. Bring a manager out. And this is all Alan in my head. Like, you know, everything in my head wants to because when you don't, when you're not able to work out, you you don't want to work out anyway. So you're kind of in your head. You're going, well, I guess you can't work out. You got, yes. you, you lucked out a little bit. I feel that way. I've gone to the gym and I don't have my, I've, oh, I have jeans and I'm like, terrific. Yes. What am I going to do? Cut them off? Exactly. You tried. Yeah, I tried. Steam room. 
So I, I go, ah, let me bring the bring the manager out here. And she goes, she holds up a landline, and there's a button lit up. The phones are lit up. She goes, she's on the phone. And I go, well, I'll wait. Mm. So I wait there, and I, and I got a puss on, and I'm huffing and puffing at the front desk. And I go, is she ready now? And she goes, holds up the phone again. Light, hold, lit. Hold the phone. Yes. Yeah, so I go, all right, I'll be here. And I'm really trying to annoy her just with my breathing. And yeah. she's like, ah. And I'm like, ah. You're like Abe Froman. Yes, Sausage King of Chicago. So finally the phone, the light goes away, and I go, ah, call that bitch. I'm not moving. So the lady comes up, and I got this whole argument in my head, like, all right, I'm going to really give it to her. Here we go. And uh, this lady comes up. She goes, what's the problem? I go, I'll tell you what the problem is. I paid my money. I went in there for three minutes. You got no machines. This chick's the twat. I want my money back. And she goes, oh, yeah, here you go. That was it. Yeah, you get the manager. The manager always just wants you out. Exactly. Customer's always right, and the man the manager can do anything. Anything. She can just blow you and go, there you go. That's for joining. Right, and it's weird because the no refunds thing, like, I didn't see any signs there. I think the woman just made that up. She was like, oh, yeah, there's no refund. What are you, crazy? Yeah. I was in there three minutes. Well, she's trying to protect her caboose. She doesn't I, want to get in trouble. I guess so. What do you do it, Bethany? You can't just give out money to people. Right. But the manager can and will. So now I get my 30 bones back, and now I'm back on the street. No workout, huffing and puffing. I've lost 45 minutes an hour. Just mm-hmm. all this walking around and, and finagling. Yeah, you could have done crunches with Bibles. You're right. I could have done a Koran crunch. Crunches with Bibles. So then I go, let me try one more thing. And I Google gyms again, and it says it's an Equinox. Those are good. Those are good, but you you ever seen the facilities over there? Good Lord. Huge facility. Huge. It, it's it's like a space station in there. It's all futuristic. There's stones and dribblings of water and crazy music. It's very, it's like a space station. And you got Luis Gomez in there shouting at people. Well, I don't know how they let him sign up. But uh, so I go into Equinox and uh, immediately you get into Equinox and there's that like, ha, la, la, la. Everything it's a special changes. place, yeah. Yeah, it's very harmonious and like uh, it's like a Zen garden. Yeah, it feels like uh, what's that show? Going, going, gone. Going, going, gone, baby, gone. Wild, con- wild, 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 country. wild country. It's like that facility. Yes. <laughs> you go in so. there and there's a guy floating and right. a woman fucking. There's a pair of tits and a steam room <laughs> and a smoothie. Guy? Baba Ganoush. What was that guy's name? Nah, the, I didn't the head, care for that guy. The head guy. Ca- Bob O'Reilly. Uh, what was his name? Babdish. Babadook. The Babadook. The Babadook. I didn't care for that film, by the way. That got good reviews. Yeah, great reviews. I didn't care for Babadook, it. Babadook. Uh, Bagdesh. Bombs over Bagdesh. Yeah, something like that. Bagdesh. Ba- I wouldn't know it if he walked in here. Call in. So he w- he had nothing, by the way. I could have done that job. He was a cock smooching fucking loser. I-, I didn't get it. He was a huckster. I liked seeing that woman's tits, though. A Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. She laid him out. Yeah. So uh, I go to Equinox, and immediately you get in, and there's an elevator to go up to the gym floor. And you're in. The, I'm in the elevator with eight, seven foot nine guy, blonde guys with beautiful hair and ripped and like perfect workout gear. Look what I'm wearing. This yeah. is what I was wearing in San Francisco. Just tall, not lanky. Not lanky and sturdy and uh, strapping. Yeah. Oh, they were strapping. Strapping young men. Strap oh, on. I'd like a strap on. Shoved in my ass. Eat yes. my own cum. So we go up. And we get in, and now they're all, there's a big line at the front desk. And you can see the people behind the front desk, like, shucking and jiving. Like, uh, uh, they're fumbling because they have so many people coming in. So I go, you know what? I'll take a risk. And I just grab a towel, throw it on my shoulder, and just walk past the front nice. desk. Nice. I got in, did the whole workout, never paid a dime. Wow. It all worked out. 
Like equal Knoxes. Yes. Well, that was a stretch. Kevin Knox. So uh, I did a whole workout. So I went from active, the worst gym in, in California, to Equinox, one of the highest gyms in the city, and uh, didn't pay a dime. Nice. Well, it all's well that ends well. Yeah. Stealing is revealing. All's well that ends swell. All right. Swole. I'm swole now. Yeah. I don't care for that term either. No. So uh, this is why it's nice to be rich. This is why you want to be because you, you feel like you don't want to be. We've talked about this before, too. I think you don't want to be motivated by money and yada, yada. We were talking about this where Sarah went to like some grocery store up wherever. And then everyone's mean. And there's a long line. Everyone's fighting. And like, this is why it's nice to be just rich. And yeah. you just go to the place where everyone's nice. Everyone's like, welcome. Come on in. Like, like Equinox. I've gone in there to piss. Or I've gone with Lewis a couple times to go steam. Everything, everyone's like, hello, come on in, Mr. Gomez. Yeah. Bring your friends in. Here's extra towel. They have big, thick, cushy towels. Yep. And you're like, oh, this, it's, it's nice to be rich. It's nice to be rich. And when you're rich, you calm the fuck down. There's no crime with rich people because they don't need to cause crime. There's not as much anger. I mean, I shouldn't say there's no crime. But they have big crimes. There's Bernie though. Madoff. White collar that. crimes. Yeah. Yeah. But- Manafort. Trump. But yeah, you go to these nice Clintons. neighborhoods and you go, wow, how, oh man, how can I live like this? Just need money. And then once you have money, everybody relaxes. There's less anger, there's less fighting, because everybody's yeah. happier. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And so you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind being rich. Yeah, that's why rich people, I feel like we shit on rich people. Go, rich prick, uh, selfish, not paying his fair share. But like, I don't know, most rich people I know busted their ass and they work pretty hard and they're very nice and pleasant. Yeah, a lot of them are, yeah. Like you go to first class, everybody's reading, they're all quiet, they got headphones in. But you know, you go into coach and there's a, it's like a, a zoo in Bombay. Yes, a Bombay zoo. It's a bazaar. Ah, that is bizarre. You know, there's a there's a cage with chickens in it. There's some lady <laughs> with her feet up and uh, a guy shaving his back. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So... Clusterfest, unbelievable. You know, it's a new fest. You know, there's a lot of bad f- comedy festivals out there, but there's a couple good ones. Montreal is great. That's the best one. That's the that's the king. Then Moon Tower is awesome. Moon Tower, I love. We love. Thank you, Rishi. Yeah, the there's pack. a couple good ones. So you're always weary of a fest because when you go to a fest, you you gotta realize you're gonna get drunk, you're gonna try to chase some skirt. And you're going to do some iffy shows. And uh-huh. you're not going to get any work done. And you're going to sleep in. You're going to eat with a few comics. And that's it. By so, the way, I'll be at Vodafone Festival in Dublin. That's a good one. I love that one. That's a real good one. They pay quite handsomely. Yes. So. So you go to SF. Go to SF. It's at the Civic Center, which is kind of like the courthouse kind of building. Yeah. It's a weird, it's hard to describe. It's basically like this big office building with a giant arena in the middle of it. Mm. So the office buildings are all just sustaining the arena, like the ticket sales, the advertising, the whole thing. It's four floors. Now, you're walking around this office building, and you're like, it looks like Die Hard. You know, you're like, there's there's cubicles there, there's a hallway here, there's fluorescent lights. And I was walking by, and I just opened a door. I was like, what does this go to? And I'm in the arena. What? It was the weirdest thing. It felt like that scene in Men in Black. Where you, he opens the locker and he looks in, and there's just a million little creatures in there. Mm-hmm. That's their own city. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And Mulaney's on stage. Wow! I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Oh, no one told me this door would lead, lead to that. It was eight thousand people sitting there, in, and I'm on the top floor of an arena, just looking down at Amazing. John Mulaney. It was wild. It was bananas. Because I, I did a show in an office for like a conference room, and I was like. That was okay. There was like 30 people in there. That was fun. Whatever. Is this the fest? Okay. 
and we were looking for catering, and I opened a door, and boom, it's Bellini. Wow. Bananas. I opened for Bellini at Bananas. Is that right? Ironically. Yeah, years ago. At Jersey? Yeah. Wow. Way How back was that? in the day. I told you it was Liz Mealy, me, and John Mulaney. Wow. The whole show was the same age. We were all 28 years old. Look at that. Or whatever we were. What was that, 2008? Probably 2008. Yeah, 2008. Look at that. Maybe huh. we were 26. I guess we were 25, 26 years old. Wow. And how was, was he good then? Or were he you was like... killer. He was killer. That's what he was doing, the whole pirate joke, that oh. pirates never big enough big enough chest. I love think because their one eye gives fucks up their depth perception. Yes. I used to love that joke. And they had the movie, the big blockbuster movie that cost $100 million. He's like, you could just show me $100 million. Yes. I'd pay to see that. Which I thought... I, I had this moment in France, in Paris. I was like, I would have just written that joke now. You ever have those moments? Yeah. We were like, I would have just written that bit, but it already exists. We were looking at the Mona Lisa. Uh-huh. And like, the Mona Lisa's worth $800 million. And I was like, I'd rather see $800 million than right. see the Mona Lisa. Well, hey, that's the bit. And I was like, that's the same bit. Yeah. Well, how crazy that he's thinking of that bit at 25. Well, I mean, I don't. he just had a moment that works right. better. All right, all right. I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't look at it as like, oh my god. I, I had to. I had to age into thinking of that. My brain immediately goes to everybody's better. You suck. Kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, if I was twenty five and I went to the Mona Lisa and someone was like, it's worth eight hundred million dollars, I would have had that thought. Oh, you would have. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh... All right. So I watched Mulaney. Mulaney's great, and Mulaney's doing new. I watched his hour a week ago, and now he's doing new shit. He's really something special, and he works it out in front of eight thousand people. It's really something. Yeah, most people can't pull that off. It seems he pulls it, man. He just walked. I don't want to. I don't know if I should be doing his stuff, but he walked out and he goes, "Ah, San Francisco. It's it's uh, blazing hot, but cold to the bone." That gets a huge laugh because mm. it's true. Because it's hot there, but then somehow you're cold. It's very cold in it's, San Francisco. It's like sunny, but you're cold. It's a weird, and it's a great observation. Then he goes, the state flag, or no, not the state flag, the, the crest of San Francisco should be a guy going back home to get his jacket. Ah! I mean, they're going nuts. Oh, that's fun. I mean, he's so good. And that's just talk. That's just jokes about the city he's in. Yeah. And then he just goes on, and now he's got a suit on. He looks great. He's killing it. And uh, so I go, we got to go backstage. What are we doing? We're standing up on the 8,000th row here. So, you know, I'm with my manager. He goes, all right, we go backstage, and everybody's back there. It's like Nick Kroll and, you know, all these people. And uh, it was just a great time. So, yeah, we saw Lonely Island. That was amazing. Then we go to the after party, and it's just like Jim Jeffries is there chugging booze and, you know, my boy Forrest Shaw, and it's all these people. And I hate to say it, but we got a little, I feel like we're in there now. Forrest Shaw? You know Forrest Shaw? I love Forrest Shaw. I don't know Forrest Shaw, but he did, you know what, dude? And Bobby's like, who's this Forrest Shaw? Did I fuck up? I was like, I never heard of the guy. Oh, he's a great egg. Where's he from? I don't know, but he used to open for, like, Patrice. He opens for Jeffries now. He writes on Jim Jeffries' show. He opens for Bill Burr. Like, he's like a square. So he's been around a long time? Square egg, yeah. Square. Square's bad. <laughs> Square, wait. Square jaw is good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know, but I've yeah, heard things. Yeah. Square, I got a deal breaker jaw uh, over here. Square peg in a round hole. <laughs> I don't know that that's good either. Oh, is that bad too? How come I never heard of Forrest Whitaker? Shaw. Gump. De- Shank Redemption. Uh, wow. Yeah, Bobby's like, who is this fucking guy? I got some weird guy coming on, Forrest Shaw. And I was like, that's not a real person. You got ripped, buddy. Uh, no, he's a good egg. He's a big, fat, blonde guy. He's really funny. No kidding. All right. Well, good to know. Yeah, he writes on everything. He's an out in L.A., but he's 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 done his, his fair share of So jizz. he's an L.A. comic. I, get, I don't know where he's from. he doesn't from. live here. He lives in L.A. He doesn't live here. No. Okay. 
Because I, then I get worried that this is some guy. This happens sometimes. You're like, well, who are you? I never met you before. And you're like, I've lived in New York City for 25 oh, years. Yeah, and you're like, oh, jeez. Yeah, you're like, who are you? They're like, I'm your father. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, sorry, Dad. You never call. Because I don't feel bad about not knowing a great comic who lives in a different city. Right, It's right. just embarrassing when you're like, this guy's like, I work at the cellar. And you're like, oh, shit, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, he opened for me at the punchline last time I was there. And that's how we kind of got to know each other. And he he was tough to follow. Wow. Good, egg. good, right. good comic. Yeah, all right. Good to know. And he's not one of these young, new, hip whippers. He's been around. He's not a hip whipper? He's not a hip whipper. He's a whip hipper. <laughs> whip it good. So dum, 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 we go to the after party, and it's great, and just have a great time. And uh, we, we're, we're in it now. It's not like we're like, who do I talk to? Uh, you know, parties. Like, I didn't want to be here. That's when you really made it, when you don't want to be at the after party. Yep. I guess I made it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So... I try not to drink too much, but of course I do. We go back, me and my documentarian, we go back to, uh, it was like that Seinfeld scene where it's like, okay, if you don't mind, Jerry and I. We need to get to bed. Thank you. <laughs> so we leave. He's filming me brushing my teeth. I'm in a nightie and high heels and a sleep cap. And, you know, he's getting all this footage. He's got all access. All access. I'm, uh, cha- I'm showering in front of him and he's doing my back, the whole thing. So you can't beat off here or what? Or is that no, in the movie? I, I didn't beat off for three days. <laughs> Deleted scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me with a blurry hand. <laughs> Hey, folks, what's cooking good looking? Well, you know me, I was always a duffel bag guy, but I have been changed away. First class luggage at a coach price. I love my away suitcase. It's a carry-on. It's all you need. It's got all these flips and flaps and zippers. Of course, it's got the battery right in there. I use that thing all day long. It's good up for five iPhone charges. It's great. It's got two USB ports. Charge anything you got. Cell phone, tablet, uh, the womanizer, whatever you're working with there. Also, it's got a combination lock right on the top there so no weirdos can start trifling through your goods and your, you know, uh, intimates. So uh, I love this thing. It's the perfect luggage. It's lightweight. It's got the rolly. It's got the perfect handle. You can yank that thing upstairs. You can throw it downstairs, and uh, you can ward off evil people with it. It's a it's a sturdy son of an onion. So uh, get get on there, folks. I love this thing. Uh, it features a patent pending compression system, helpful for over pack helpful for overpackers. So you're not squeezing everything in there, and then sitting on it like a weirdo. Four 360-degree spinner wheels, guarantee a smooth ride, TSA-approved, combination lock, I mentioned that, made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact, lightweight and sturdy. I love it. So what you want to do is get yourself one of these $20 off a suitcase visit awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays and use the promo code Tuesdays at checkout. You're not going to be disappointed, folks. I got the away thing. I was hesitant, and now I am converted. I'm a Jew. So get on there, folks. Awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays. God love you, away. Over and out. So uh, the next day we, we go, well, we're in San Francisco. It's 10 in the morning. What should we do? So we go to the pier. We see some fat sea lions. Love the pier. Alcatraz, the seals, the wind. Pier one. Imports. 
So we go there, and I, I have a, we go to the Pier 23 Cafe, which is right on the water. We have a beer. We're overlooking the tugboats, the steamboats, and the uh, riverboats, and watching, what, what is that, the bay? Yeah, I believe that's the bay. Yes. The Battle of the Bay. Bay of Pigs. <laughs> oh, that didn't go well. No, no, a lot of fat chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so now uh, I get back. We get back because now you just want to get back to that compound. It's like a college campus of comedy. Yes, and they really do. It's all the Comedy Central shit. There's the Patty's Pub is there, Arr. which is the uh, sunny in Philadelphia place. Oh, right, right, right. Black hair, blue eyes. Then there's a South Park thing where all the South Park characters are as big as you, so oh. you get to take photos with them. Then there's the Bluth stuff. There's the frozen banana stand and the Bluth stair car. Arrested uh, Development. Thank you. So Mr. there's everything. Wendell. And there's just guys dressed in blue running around like the Blue Man Group. Out of the. Did you watch that show? The show? Arrested. Oh, no, no. Oh, there's the Blue Man. They make fun of the Blue Man Group a lot. So they're running around. So it's just comedy Disneyland. It's great. There's a double dare set up where you can go in and like jump through a big pie and shit. Wow. Mark Summers is there. It was a whole thing. So... I, uh, I they're giving out free beer all day, and I go. Ah, I'm sick of beer. I want some tequila. So I go into Michael Che's dressing room, who's you know a hot item over there. Mm-hmm. This is an SNL star, the whole thing. So he knows me. I know Che. So I walk into Che's room. I just start making cocktails. So Che walks in. I'm making cocktails, and I got a documentarian filming me. He's like, "What the fuck's going on in here?" Wow. And I go, "Oh, sorry." And he goes, "Well, if you're making them, make me one." So I'm like, "All right." So now me and Che are drinking, and other people are. Cause Sam Jay's coming in. Joe Mandy's coming in. Uh, ben Kissel comes. We got a party in there. <laughs> so then Che goes, "Oh shit, I'm headlining the, the the big Civic Auditorium," and I go, "I think I'm opening for you." Oh, nice. So this is 8,500 people. We walk ten steps. Across the hall, now we're in the auditorium. Wow. And uh, I go on, I do 10 minutes, have the set of my life. Guy goes on after me. Struggles. All right. Don't want to say anything. And then Che goes up and rips the roof off, and it was just like, God, what a life. Did he blow it off or did he rip it off? He ripped it. Wow. Yeah, you're like a hymen in the wind. So he had to be above the roof to rip it. Yes. Wow. So then I get a text, a mass text, mind Uh you. I've had about 18 tequilas. I just had the set of my life. I'm living high on the hog, wet dream, cloud (laughs) nine. Schumer texts me with like eight other names. Fuck the after party. I rented out an Italian restaurant, supposedly the best in North Beach, which is their little Italy. It's going to be a group of us. Come on down. That's exciting. So I go, oh, all right. Uh, I don't know if I, you know, I, I already hit up catering 38 times. I'm fat, I'm drunk, and I'm gay. I don't know if I need a, a meal. And Sam's going, what are you, crazy? Oh, it's a hang. You go for the hang. It's a hang. It's it's seafood. It's the best restaurant in the city. It's, it's booze. It's a hang. And I go, all right, we'll see how it is. So now me and Sam, it's like nighttime now. And me and Sam are, oh, I should say this. Schumer is doing the outdoor theater. Uh-huh. That's where they put all the big people. It's like Trevor Noah, John Stewart, Schumer, Lonely Island. So we go, let's go meet Schumer, and we go backstage. Nikki Glaser, Feinstein, the husband, Bridget Everett, they're all back there watching Schumer. So I'm watching Schumer from behind looking at like 20,000 people. Wow. Outdoor. Wow. And she's ripping it up. She's telling jokes, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I can't believe it. We're all taking photos. We're cheersing. She comes off. We all hug. She goes, let's go to the restaurant. I go, ah. 
So now they all run off because they're all like girls and celebrities. So they run into a car and they're all high heeled and skippy. Like Dylan. Yes. So me and Sam are just standing there with our dicks in each other's mouths. So I go, well, let's get an Uber. So we go out to where the street is. We got to get out of the whole complex. It's a little bit of a bitch. We get out now. I'm gonna. I got a lift coming. That's eight minutes. It's nine minutes. It's seven minutes. A big black SUV pulls up and goes. Hey, douches, get in. It's Berkowitz. Wow. Biggest agent, biggest comedy agent on the planet. He goes, Love get Burke. in. So Burke slides the door open. We jump in. Schubert's in the car. He's in the car. We, got, we found, They just picked us up, so I cancel the lift. Now we're heading down to North Beach. It's beautiful. Little Italy in San Francisco is so pretty. I mean, San Fran is pretty already, but the Little Italy part, it's got the lights and the old buildings and mm-hmm. the gays. And we get there. We open the door. And there's a big fat guy with a mustache going, hola. That's Spanish. Opa. Opa's Greek. Oh, hello. Hey, there you go. Ciao. That's something. I think that's a verb. Though. I think that's you Asian. Chow, chow main. Yeah, chow's the guy at the, the fucking hotel you're staying in. Yeah, at. chow. What are, they, what are the Italians? C, senor? They say, no, um, C is in there. Opa, whoa, hey, oh, you know, Bobolini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bologna. Yeah, your mother's cunt. Or yeah. Bologna, uh, maybe? That's something. Uh, Linguini, uh, Sopranos. Oh, fucking hey, oh. Hey, yo, forget about it. All right, so we go, and he's it's in huge. That, it's in that vein. Yes, vein. <laughs> and uh, we get in, and the music's playing. Oh, so Mario, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and then we go in and bakalaka they got the guy the theme restaurant I thought it was a nice restaurant it sounds like you're at Johnny Macaroni's I'm trying to spaghetti Eddie's I'm trying trying to do the the whole Italian theme I know but it just sounds like there's a fucking slide and a guy with like a striped shirt and suspenders Phil Hartman was there going I mean spicy meat to ball so we get in there and there's a guy with a big pan and his flames going he's back there in the kitchen you know the open kitchen you got to see the kitchen and we sit down and they go what do you have and we all go whiskey tequila and sam was like sam was a week sober and he just cracked he's like give me a fucking whiskey i hate all of you you fucking kikes so he goes in there and now they bring out the chafing dishes chafing chafing what the hell's that <laughs> never heard of a chafing dish no that's you know those uh those silver pans with the with the flame under it they oh. brand it like a buffet style. I that was a au revoir. What do you call it? Hors d'oeuvre? Hors d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvre is like a deviled egg or an appetizer. I like a deviled dog. That's what I'm into. <laughs> I like a devil woman. So now they, they pop in the chafing dish and it's shrimp, oyster, linguine with clams, bacala, which is Bert? steamed cod. Oh, really? Fun fact. Yeah. And it's just all the squid, everything you could want. And I'm just loading up, so now I got a handful of scotch, a handful of oyster, and a mouthful of pussy, and I am <laughs> digging in. And Nikki Glaser, Feinstein, Bridget Everett, uh, Kyle Mooney shows up, Chase shows up, Joe Bandy shows up, Theo Vaughn shows up. We got a hang. We're laughing and going gay, and everybody's smoking weed and drinking, and it was a great time. And the music was playing. It was probably one of my best memories in my comedy career. Really? And you didn't want to go? I didn't want to go. Thank God, Sam got me in a headlock and noogied me, and then Bert said, get in the car. Wow, that is quite an evening. It was quite an evening. Now now I'm tuned up. I've had 13 tequilas and 19 whiskeys and four oysters. So I go, let's go to the after party. And I'm texting Hillary Robbie, my agent. She's like, don't come. It sucks. I'm like, get out of the way, bitch. We're coming. And we get there, and there's like eight people on the sidewalk. And uh, that was it. Then I went back home with my documentarian. So did he go to the dinner? 
No, he wouldn't. He wasn't allowed. Oh yeah, I wouldn't think. Which he was bummed. He was like, "That's great footage." I'm like, "Hey, well, yeah, no, welcome it, to the Hollywood celebrities don't want to be shot." Yeah, of course. Tell that to uh, John Lennon. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. I was gonna say John Lennon. Really? Well done. Well, same initials. I gotta piss so bad. All right, how we looking? Oh, we got we got time. We gotta uh, fill some time. You here. want me to, We could do. We could walk with it. No, I won't be able to piss with us talking. I I'll pee first. That's not going to help me. What does that mean? Because it'll get the, my juices will flow and yours will flow. It's no, like a we'll, yawn. We'll He's just yawning. That doesn't work for me. I need dead silence. I got to stare at one particular tile. I don't want to tell you which one because it'll fuck it up. All I got to right. look at a tile for 10 minutes straight. I got to squeeze my ball sack and thumb my ass. Well, I can do one of those. <laughs> well, I need, I need two hands. You can't hold the mic. I Put the mic in your, in your uh, armpit. Uh, thank you. It's like some kind of uh, phobia. <laughs> Uh, well, that sounds like a hell of a time. I got I to gotta put in for this festival next you year. Got, I got to oh, make I it gotta happen. Go back. I never want to miss it. It was that good. Wow. And the whole city of San Francisco came out, it felt like. And What's it called? Clusterfest. Oh, Clusterfest. I've and, heard of that. And the whole time you go, this is a real clusterfuck. Oh. And it's Comedy Central, huh? They do the whole thing, and you realize their group is solid. I mean, it's like Schumer and Trevor Noah, John Stewart, and uh, Jim Jeffries. Like, they got good people. Well, they were king for a while. They were king, baby. But now it feels like they're struggling a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we need a comeback. They do. Well, I mean, that's on them. It's cable. Cable has a ceiling. Ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Netflix is the sky's the anal. I feel like with uh, CC, they've hit hit a wall. But if you just had one of these shows on their show, but people, yeah, Netflix can just throw money at them. I guess exactly billions they, of dollars. They need the ads. They need the demo. They need. We need ages uh, nineteen to twenty eight to jizz on our sandwich, or we're fucked. Yeah. By the way, check out the break on Netflix. Oh it's yeah. Where, I think three episodes out now. Greg Stone writes for it. Anthony DeVito writes for it. Dan Saint Germain. Michelle Wolf. Dan Saint Germain. Oh yeah, he emailed us about doing the pod. We don't oh, really have guests. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should get a quickie with him and splice it in. Oh, that's a good idea. Or Ooh. just plug his, what is it, a book or an album? I think it's an album. Let me find it. You kill time for a second. I'm going to find it and I'll plug the hell out of it. All right. I got to shit now. All this piss and tile talking and ball squeezing talk. I got to take a big old Chipotle dump. We went to Chipotle and we both swiped it up pretty good. Joe got screwed. You got to see. You get the burrito now, and they rolled you right into a little. It was like a, was a, like a pig, in, a pig in a blanket. Yeah, yeah. It stunk. And I, I came in hot, saying this is the best location. Yeah, I don't want to say which location it is because I don't want people to get the word out. No, no. And then I went in, and they loaded me up for bear, which yeah. I'm not sure what that means. They load you up for a big gay man. I don't know. Put away wet something. Re- yeah. August 10th, Dan Saint Germain has an album coming out. I don't know if you guys know Dan Saint Germain. He writes for every fucking show funny guy good funny comic. guy august 10th check out his album yeah it's a ways away did he give you a title no no title and by the way august 10th it's two months away these yeah. people are gonna remember that shit give it a google folks but we'll have them we'll do a bonus or a queef or we'll blow them something yeah maybe i'll see him tonight oh now i gotta shit so bad i can't even think i gotta, I gotta do you gotta let me piss before you shit oh god i'm dying Damn it. I'm, hold on. Let me put a cork in this because this is really trying to get out of me. I got a cork in there, but it'll fill you up with urine. Uh, that could help clean the walls a little. Uh, I had something I wanted uh, to talk about. I can't remember what it was. It what, was yesterday. What yeah, the hell what did I last do? Night? Last night. God damn. What did I do? Oh, I did the uh, bonfire, Ooh. and uh, Robert Kelly was filling in for Big J Okerson, who's oh, shooting yeah. his half hour. One big for the another. Despicable. What are they called? The the fucking Despicable Me. No, they're called. What's the half hour called? 
the, the deplorables. The deplorables. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think I it's know that. not the deplorables though. Degenerates. Maybe it's the degenerates. It wow. might be degenerates. I made that up. Well, I think they did. I think it's the degenerates. Ellen Degenerates. I think it's that, but it's Big J and Lisa and that whole gang. And uh, Christina Pazinski. Yes. And Joey Diaz and Yamanika. And Yamanika, yes. And Brad Williams. Oh, the little guy. Yeah. That's does, what he, I heard. does he count as a minority? He should. Oh, I think so. I mean, it's tough to say. The, the, the straight white male. Smear is so gross now that no, he's a little pretty because he's been held back. He's been um, he's what been do you held call down that? by God. Yeah, what do you call that? Uh, midget. No, no. Well, you've been uh, whatever. He doesn't have privilege. Oppressed. He's been oppressed. I think because he's yeah, little. He was oppressed towards the earth. He's very oppressive. Uh, well, anyways, they're all shooting that. So Robert Kelly filled in for Big J. And then we had me and Louis J come on. So it was like the you-know-what-dude glory day reunion. Ah, wow, glory day. And it was hot, folks. If you don't have Sirius, get Sirius. Or if you do have it, go on demand. You can go watch it. Listen to it on demand. Uh, the Bonfire. Listen to it every week. And uh, have some nerd put that shit on YouTube. I'm sure someone will, but it's from 68. By the way, speaking of nerds and YouTube, yesterday was the four-year we're recording. We recorded a few days ago. It was the four-year anniversary of when I did Letterman. Oh! And I tweeted out because I'm just trying to get some, plug some shows. Some buzz. So I said, boy, I did this. And then some guy was like, why don't you tweet at this guy? This guy has all the Lettermans. What? There's some comedy nerd guy out here. He pulled it up. He's like, I'll have it up by the end of the day. Whoa. I was like, you can't find any of these on YouTube. He's like, I got them all. And he's like a historian. It's what? back on YouTube. How cool is that? I got to put it on my website. My, but, uh, hit it, hopefully it's on my website. I'll, I'll do it tonight. So by the time you're hearing this, my Letterman set, which changed my whole life. It was oh, the biggest man. moment of my life. I remember when you got the set. You got the word. I was there. Yes, it was at the blind, the deaf show at Caroline's. Deaf Comedy Jam. Yeah, we were doing... That's how long ago it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were doing some deaf show where they signed the thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went on after you, and I was like, I got Letterman. Yeah, it was we so were exciting. We were in passing, and you were like, I got Letterman. I was like, what the fuck? It was so exciting. And that was back when we had nothing. We didn't have a mouth to feed, and you had Letterman. Yeah, it was very exciting. Exciting! It yeah. was uh, it was quite a thrill, and uh, there's an episode. I mean, we were doing the podcast at that point, so there's an episode yeah. you can go listen to. Nick DiPaolo was there, Gary Gullman was there, Sarah was there. She cried. That's the moment I was like, I gotta marry this woman now. I guess. Right. It was quite a thrill, and Dave and Paul Schaefer and Bill Sheft. I love the whole gang. So now it's back on YouTube. I haven't watched it. I gotta go watch it because now it's music been time. Did you get going? Out I there? had Down by Pearl Jam, which they they play any song. You just send them a song, they learn it. How cool is that? It was so cool, and uh, my favorite Pearl Jam song. Speaking of Pearl Jam, they're playing Safeco Field in Seattle, August eighth and tenth. And if you're a Pearl Jam guy. Tell all your friends, your Pearl Jam people, August 9th, the Thursday in between shows, I'll be in Bellevue at Parlor Live. How perfect is that? You're right there in the Pearl Jam sandwich. Well, my agent is unbelievable, so he made it work. So August 9th, big show, Bellevue, and uh, we'll go Pearl Jam Wednesday, Joe List Thursday, Pearl Jam Friday, wow. and then we'll all fuck on Saturday. Can I give your agent a plug or a shout-out or a, gui- a quick squib? Uh, this guy, Tommy. Yes, but if you're a comic, don't hit him up. He's full. Yeah, yeah, he's I don't want to work on anyone else. He's a, he's a, he's a go-getter. So, he's fan a, of the show since day one, by Fan the way. of the show. Very nice. Very nice to me and really helping me out. And I was, he was helping me at the fest because I don't know where I'm going. I'm a, I'm a mere comic. I'm lost. I'm confused. I'm, I'm inadequate. And he's like, oh, you got to go here. You got to go here. And I go, well, what should we do now? He goes, let's go watch Lonely Island. 
And I go, all right. So now I'm standing in the back of 10,000 people. He goes, no, no, you're a comic. Come on. And I follow him. He gets us backstage, and the lady goes, we're at capacity. And he goes, at capacity. This guy's on the show. He's an artist. He's a performer. She goes, we're at capacity. And he goes, he's on the show. And they go, oh, sorry. And he gets us all in. Boy, he's good. Well, he came up under Burke. He's like Burke's yes. right-hand you know, guy. And so he's like the new Berkowitz. Right. This guy, he's punching and kicking, and he knows what he's doing. He's showing up in an SUV picking us up. Exactly. He's got balls. He's got moxie. He's got it. Yeah, he's got it, baby. And uh, he's as sweet as can be, and uh, it's the hell of a guy. And doing a great job. My calendar is full. And if you want to see more about my calendar, go to ComedianJoeList.com. And for God's sakes, come to some shows. you got to oh, come out to these yeah. shows, folks, because... Uh, it really helps because it makes a difference and it allows us to continue to uh, get booked, yep. hit some bonuses, and it's good for you. You get out. Get out and about. You can get laid. In yes. fact, tomorrow I'm at Fort Collins fucking Aggie Theater. Aggie. And then Denver Comedy Works all weekend. One of the best clubs. It's a dream come true. I've always wanted to work this club. I'm so excited. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come twice if you can. I mean, yeah. get, get weird. I'll mix it up for you. Wear a condom. And uh, then Providence Comedy Connection, July 19, 2021. Canner and I were doing our apartment show again the Sunday, the 22nd. We got Chris DiStefano is booked. Sarah will be there. Canner, myself, maybe Ari, who knows. So uh, hit me up for the, that one, the apartment show on uh, Sunday, July 22nd, right after that Providence weekend, August 9th, Bellevue. What's it called? Parlor. Parlor Live. Also in August, I'm doing Hyenas. Ooh. And uh, what else? It's a, it's gonna be a, it's a fun stuff. ComedianJoeList.com. Go check it out. Please come to some shows and hit that Patreon. We got some of the best episodes ever. Oh, We're about to record baby. another bonus. Yeah, one just came out. Yeah, there's a half-hour bonus. Mark and I taking questions from you guys. We're going to answer some more questions and fuck around a little bit. We both have to shit right now. Yeah. Mark, where are you going to be, buddy? I'm going to be all over creation. I'm, I'm nipping at your heels a little bit. I'm, I'm at Hyenas and... Uh, what is that, Dallas? That's Dallas. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Hyenas. I'm in Portland, Oregon at the Helium. I love that club. I love that city. Uh, Salt Lake City I'm at this weekend at Wise Guys. I love that room, too. Not much to do in that town, so come on out. Levity Live, West Nyack. Please come to that. That's a fucking airplane hanger of a room. Uh, then I'm going to Italy. Then I'm going to the D.C. Draft House, folks. Heart of District of Columbia. Our nation's capital. Then I'm at the old uh, Funny Bone Hartford, One-Eyed Jackson, New Orleans, Funny Bone Omaha. Uh, what else you got? Side Splitters in Tampa, Gotham Comedy Club in Manhattan or Personhattan, if you want to be PC. Stress Factory in New Jersey. Uncle Vinny's in New Jersey. New Jersey twice in a row is probably a bad idea. I'm going to run that thin. Winnipeg, Rumors. Tyler. And uh, Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton and Pittsburgh Improv. So we got a lot of dates. There's no reason not to come out. See some live comedy. Support it. There's a lot of shit out there. Come see some of the good guys who are writing and working on their acts. Yeah. And uh, blow your mother, eat out your father, and uh, hit the Patreon, for yes. God's sake. And there's merch out there. If you want to show up and then support and uh, wear that merch, the Tuesday shirts, go to merchpump.com slash Tuesdays. And as usual, yell at Chipotle because they're always... Uh, we need those black cards. One of our fans just got a job at Chipotle, and she's like, my, my whole... Goal is to get you guys black cards. You say she? She. 
There's a guy we know too. Maybe, also, maybe it was a guy a with a general gender neutral name. This is a new one. This tweet was yesterday. Oh wow! So what? I think it was a lady. A lot of people getting Chipotle jobs out there. I think there. it's a good gig. You get, you get dental and you get corn. I can't imagine you get dental, but whatever. Well, maybe uh, guac. Yeah, and keep the gift cards coming because they, they're, I mean, I've eaten for free all week. We really appreciate it. It helps it. a lot. It really does help. So. It does help. Thanks so much, guys. ComedianJoeList.com, MarkNorman.com, and... Uh, Praise Allah. Yeah, eat your asshole. See you in hell. Bye. I got a piss. Go pee. Oh, my God, I'm limping. Go pack Joe.